Hi there. You are listening to the Co-Production Podcast brought to you by Cineropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico and in today's episode we are discussing the co-production of On the Fringe and Los Marginis, a feature film directed by Spanish director Juan Diego Boto. And to speak about this collaboration between Spain and Belgium, I have the pleasure to welcome the two co-producers of the film who are about to introduce themselves. We start with you, Alvaro. Welcome. You are representing Morena Films in Madrid. Alvaro Longoria, I have, I'm a founding member and producer at Morena Films. And the, we were the, the main producers uh, together with Penelope, who, uh, Penelope Cruz, who is also a producer of the movie on the Spanish side. We founded uh, Morena Films in uh, 1999. We have produced 100 movies uh, between feature films and documentaries and seven or eight uh, TV series. Uh, the most uh, famous ones were uh, Che by Steven Soderbergh, uh, Everybody Knows by Asghar Farhadi, Champions by Javier Fesser, and many others. And, uh, and also documentaries with Oliver Stone, like Comandante and Looking for Fidel, Persona Non Grata, and many others. So yes, we focus on creating a content that matters. And we can uh, explain that later when we talk about the movie. Thank you. Also with us, André, you're the Belgian co-producer. Tell us about you and your company, Panache Production, uh, based in Brussels. Panache Production is a company that I created in uh, 2001, but uh, we started really to be active in 2009 when I co-produced a movie called The Concert of Radu Mihaila Anou. Then I've been involved in uh, many co-productions uh, since uh, 13 years. Basically, we worked on uh, 50 films, I think, and uh, we also develop our own content, but uh, of course with uh, more pace and more slowly. <laughs> but uh, we are rather active in uh, in Belgium. Slowly but surely, André, it's already your second time uh, on the co-production podcast as a co-producer, so it's nice to have you back. Uh, Alvaro, maybe you can walk us through the story of the film, maybe introduce the film in terms of plot, not spoiling it too much for the people who haven't seen it yet. The film is, um, is essentially the story of four uh, different uh, families or people who are uh, facing eviction. And over the course of 24 hours, they have to try to get out of that. And we follow essentially one of the social workers who is trying to fix uh, or help people avoid uh, getting kicked out of their house. It's a social story, but it's structured as a thriller. Uh, the main actors are uh, Penelope Cruz, who is also, as I mentioned, the producer, and Luis Tosar and, and Juan Diego Boto, who is also director. How did it all come about? I mean, when did you start working on that project? What was the original idea and how did you get involved? Well, I have co-produced with Penelope Cruz films before. So uh, she uh, was the uh, the one who brought me the first the script. This was a, a script uh, that I read first time five years or six years ago, because we had the pandemic that made the project stop for for nearly a year and a half. But uh, yeah, that was the idea. The idea was uh, I got this uh, script from Penelope. I met Juan Diego, the director. It was his first feature film. We worked a lot on the, on the script to make it uh, more commercial. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and, uh, and once we had a, a powerful script, then we, we, we started the financing. And obviously, we, we, we talked to André, who joined 
keenly and quickly the co-production. So when was that, André? When did you get involved at first and what was your major appeal in this project? We, we know each other, um, Alvaro and I, from uh, the European Producers Club. And so, of course, we meet every six months in uh, around festivals. And so once he spoke to me about this project and... Uh, As he was mentioning a bit earlier, he says uh, content matters, that matters. And uh, for me as a producer, I'm also always attracted by projects which are important in terms of content, in terms of society, telling what we are telling about the society in which we are living in. So when, uh, so I asked, uh, I asked Alvaro to be able to read the script because I was attracted by this topic and I had been living in Spain for a few years. So I was perhaps more attracted even to do a Spanish co-production uh, compared to perhaps other producers. And so uh, when I read the script, I said, it's a great script, really, it's amazing. So we have to try to find a way to do it together. And uh, that's how it started because... Uh, it was just based on the project initially, on the quality of the script. Does it mean that you were able to develop the project fully in Spanish uh, or did you have to translate the script or, or what was the communication language? At the beginning, we did develop, uh, work, work on the script in Spanish. I mean, the first draft of the script, which was a very different one to the one that was shot, uh, was a Spanish story based on true the true stories of, of multiple families who are facing eviction the director and his co-writer who is a news uh, newspaper uh, journalist uh, who is his wife also had been working with uh, people in uh, this situation for five five or six years but uh, what once we got the script we started working on the structure and making it a bit more So essentially, the, the idea, the creative idea, was to try to make a, a social drama, but uh, structure it as a thriller, because uh, that's the key of the, the of the success of the movie. You know that it really you, you have 24 hours in which everything has to be solved, and uh, and those 24 hours are crucial, uh, and it's all a thriller because we don't know what's going on, what's going to happen at the end. So we worked on that. But once we had a structure that worked. Then we started uh, talking to the different partners. Yes, you just mentioned a, a co-writer, uh, I, but you didn't say her name. It's Olga Rodriguez, right? Olga Rodriguez, who is uh, the co-writer next to Juan Diego of the script. It, it was a lot of uh, first times, first time directing, but also the director is also acting uh, in the film. Was it like a complication uh, to add that extra layer of participation or on the contrary it uh, it was a more of an organic thing to have uh, uh, the director also involved as an actor you know it can always get more complicated so uh, essentially yes it was already complicated to have the director uh, directing himself it was the first time he directed a movie but also he broke his his ankle two weeks before shooting which made it even more complicated <laughs> because he refused to give up the the acting role with a very good criteria because he's a fantastic actor. I mean, he's a very good, uh, 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 very experienced director of theater. So that helped him deal with the acting in a very natural way. So it's, it's a first-time director, but he has a huge experience. 
So we've been talking on this podcast about uh, the specificities of both your countries, uh, what, what the financing model is in Spain, what the financing model is in Belgium, how you two can, can collaborate. But I think it's useful to, to now remind how did you make this? How did you split the financing plan between Belgium and Spain? It was obvious to us that, uh, that this was a, a, a film that had uh, international appeal. We talked to André, and he really loved the project. And the idea was to split having some Belgian elements, even though the story could travel well anywhere, because it, this could happen anywhere. But it was obvious that it was hard to, to have Belgian actors. But so we had some actors. We had all the post-production done in Belgium, even the uh, the final stages of... Uh, of uh, of sound and that's how the the basis of the collaboration came then we had to we brought also a, a, a foreign sales agent who, are, who is british bankside who helped us also complete the financing it was a, it was not an easy co-production because uh, of course as you mentioned alvaro it's a spanish story though very international but It's set in Madrid, so uh, it was not very easy to, to set it up because, uh, of course, to have organic elements in terms of co-production, uh, acting, actors, it was complicated. But we we managed to uh, at least find some ways to collaborate artistically, though we never reached, you know, in terms of official co-production, normally you have to have a, a, lim uh, an, a certain number of elements in terms of actors, in second role or first role and uh, it's a calculation that you have to make about the, the numbers of days of shooting and uh, we were below this so we fortunately our system in Belgium allows us to uh, contribute also through technical uh, contribution so that means from head of department who were involved that's why we had a big co-production a big post-production in Belgium to allow us to enter into the general framework of the co-production treaty between uh, between Spain and Belgium. There is no bilateral treaty, so we were under the European Convention of 92. And since for the moment uh, Belgium has not ratified the new convention, it was a bit a hell of a um, complicated uh, financial gymnastic to, to reach the 20% that were needed to, to have the recognition of the official co-production. This should change in the follow in the next months i hope that the belgium will finalize and ratify the new treaty uh, about the the revision of the co-production agreement of 92 which will allow us to do co-production with 10% instead of 20% and uh, with a more flexibility but this is for the future But for us, fortunately, as was mentioning uh, Alvaro, we had on board um, a very uh, brilliant uh, international sales agent based in London, Bankside, who really helped us setting up the the international co-production with the financing both in, in Belgium and in Spain so that we could reach the 20% that were needed to justify the official co-production. Did Bankside, the sales agent, also contributed to the, the financing? Yes, they gave us a, an MG, uh, a minimum guarantee on foreign sales, which uh, they raised through a fund. It's a classic co-production model. No, uh, it's a film that is has no platform uh, involvement. I mean, platforms are involved, but they are involved in the rights acquisition manner. So there's no really an original con 
contribution by any of the platforms, uh, even though they are some of them are involved, both Netflix and Amazon, curiously. Uh, but yeah, we, we financed it in the old-fashioned way, you know, <laughs> as a co-production. We sold territories. We had a foreign sales company that sold two different countries looking for a theatrical release. And, uh, and our main objective was to keep all the windows. So we have a co-production that, uh, that allows for theatrical release everywhere. Yes, except that you also have like appealing cast and, and also Penelope was also co-producer of the film. I guess that helps uh, when you have to find uh, partners at the early stage uh, of the project. Was it, was it like a valuable asset for you? I think Penelope is always a valuable asset uh, for a variety of reasons. First, she's a very smart producer. This is, this is my second, uh, the second time I co-produce with her, and uh, I've worked with her in many occasions. And also, she has a huge international appeal as a star. You know? I mean, that this is not a simple story. Once the, the film is, is has finished, everybody's very happy because it works as a thriller. And it worked very well theatrically, but uh, in the in the paper, uh, to have a social drama, even though it's a thriller, the fact about uh, people who are living eviction, have, facing eviction, and all this is not a, a simple uh, film. And maybe if it was not for Penelope, we could not have raised the the financing. So you are mentioning uh, complications, which is normal when every film has complications. But um, so you mentioned COVID. I guess that was a, a big issue. But you decided to postpone the shooting uh, of the project, where and also the ankle broken and, and that kind of stuff. But were there like other major hurdles that you had to face uh, during the, the shooting of that particular project? And I'm I'm asking through the standpoint of the experienced producers that you both are, was there something like new, uh, new obstacles? Because uh, it's not as classic as you might <laughs> just say it. All the complications are, were in the formula. So I think we were prepared. You know, you have first-hand director, which by itself, it's always a very risky endeavor. You had a big star to working together with uh, some unknown actors. Uh, we had also a social... A film very um, demanding schedule because we're shooting everything in real locations uh, so we're moving all over you know uh, but at the end it worked very well I mean the, the, we had a very structured uh, production team a very experienced production team that have worked both with me and with Penelope in the past and Juan Diego as I said is even though he's, is his first third feature it looks like he's done it a million times you know because he's been acting since he was seven so I think that helps. Uh, and in general, we were we were very lucky that everything went well. We did not have any major hurdle, and COVID respected us. We had a lot of COVID uh, tests and restrictions during the shooting, and I think nobody was uh, caught to COVID during the shooting, except for André. So, André, that was one major complication for you. But um, except for the financing part that you already explained, um, did you did you face any other trouble during the executing part, the post-production mainly? I think that uh, the most complicated at that time, and I must be frank on this, it was uh, the, the complexity of uh, having a co-production, a post-production, which was far from uh, Madrid. And uh, and what was more complicated, even it was not even though those elements, of course, sometimes there are cultural aspects you have to manage, and we don't exactly work the same way. So it's a, 
we had to teach each other how to collaborate. But I don't know if you have the same impression, but uh, Alvaro, I think one of the complex situations was also the um, compositing of the music, which was done also somewhere else. And Alvaro, maybe you can tell us about the, the music, who has done it, and, and how did that choice uh, came out? Actually, um, this was a Penelope proposition. Uh, it's, it's Eduardo Cruz, who is he, her brother, who lives in LA, who is a music composer. And both the director and the producers, we heard his work. I had worked with him in the past. And, uh, you know, I think the, 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 the music is fantastic. But having someone compose and, uh, and record the music uh, remotely is a very complicated thing because it takes a long time for the go back and forth. No? So the director would give notes that would take a, a lot more days than if he had been present here doing the editing. But at the end, uh, I think they, they, they worked a lot and they uh, got to a very good uh, result. And then we brought uh, a musician, Rosalind, to do the, the original music uh, song of the of the of the of the of the film and that was also very it was great because it's a, a small piece of three minutes that explains pretty much what the movie is about and, and perhaps there was also an element that we forgot but which was rather complex is that Juan Diego is also an actor so while during the post production he got an important role in a TV show in Spain so which which took him basically five days a week to, 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 he was present every day on the set. So it was very complicated to have him available because of course he had to travel to Brussels to come and check the sound and elements and he had to be back on his, uh, on his uh, TV, TV show set. So it was, a, it was a hell of a complexity in terms of logistic and organization. We did it. Yes, I think complicated came about uh, <laughs> a certain amount of times in this recording, but uh, but the result is there, and and I'm also very happy that you guys have the feeling that you had a, an amazing experience uh, while making these films. We did we didn't mention the budget. Uh, how how much is uh, is the budget? The 3.8 million is the budget of the movie. And what is the part that you asked uh, Eurimage because you you received a Eurimage grant? Two two hundred and eighty. Maybe you can tell us what this money, um, what difference this money made, because I guess you applied to a rimage at the end uh, of the financing scheme. You know, uh, in movies, the last money is the most difficult one to get, you know? So it's easy always, I don't know, in my experience, I've done like 50 movies uh, as a producer, and in my experience, always the first 80% is always very easy to get, <laughs> or relatively easy, but it's the last 20% that where the trouble is generated, no? and uh, and to have your image is not only a question of money, but it's also a question of prestige. You know, once you have your image, the the whole project becomes like a uh, it's like a seal of excellence, and I think that is very important and is very useful. And it's also a validation that the film is kind of European at least and can travel, uh, that it has appeal to an international audience. So the film premiered, uh, it was selected uh, in the Horizonte category at the, the Venice Film Festival. After that, uh, it was also shown in San Sebastian, for example. So it went to very prestigious uh, festivals, but now it's already released in Spain? It's been released in Spain uh, for six weeks. 
it's uh, right now I think it's the tenth most uh, uh, successful Spanish box office movie of the year. No, it's also nominated for many of the awards for the award season. So yes, in general, we could say it's a it's a success. But that's important to 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 have a reminder here. You said it before, but you worked on that commercial aspect of the film uh, specifically during the development, and you feel that that specific work uh, now has uh, paid off. Absolutely, I think that uh, the fact that we we made the film uh, it's a it's a tough topic because obviously it is a drama but the fact that we structured it and made a lot of effort in making it uh, follow the thriller structure that allowed the audience to essentially not have time to think what they were seeing you know so they're in one side they're seeing a terrible story but on the other side you don't know what's going to happen until the last uh, frame so so it was really uh, the the audience reaction is 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 incredible no i mean we saw it in venice and in san sebastian and and in every of the theater screenings and people come out in shock kind of no <laughs> that's very teasing so we're looking forward to 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 see the film also uh everywhere else in europe andre when is the film uh, going to be released in belgium for example Uh, for the moment we're speaking, of course, we're going to wait. Uh, it will be after the, the, the Goya session. And uh, the, the, first, the, the, day is, the day which is for the moment uh, thought of is around uh, June. Okay, so you are waiting for the film to obviously maybe get some prizes uh, so that you can market it even more uh, commercially in the future. That's uh, a good strategy. Um, it's already time to conclude this uh, conversation. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you feel uh, about subscribing to our co-production podcast, please do it on Apple Music, on Spotify, on Google, or any other podcast uh, platform that has your preference. I want to thank Creative Europe for supporting Cineropa over the years, already 20 years, and Eurimage for backing up this program for the second season in a row. Thank you, of course. André and Alvaro for being with us today. I haven't seen the film myself, but I'm looking forward to watch on the fringe, on the big screen. Um, please keep collaborating and making films together for us to enjoy. Bye-bye.